Well, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening. Whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to this program, welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. And folks, this weekend we will be welcoming in the high-flying, the number one ranked offense in rushing, in passing, in total yards, in total scoring, in total everything, to the link. As the Eagles have a major test against the Miami Dolphins this coming weekend. So we're going to talk about it in the pregame podcast. Want to welcome any new uh, subscribers and followers or listeners. Welcome aboard. And for those of you who have been with me a long time or even just a short time, thank you for coming back. Really appreciate it. Uh, And while you're here, I always like to remind you to please hit that like, subscribe, rate the show. Really appreciate it. It goes a long way in helping this uh, this podcast. So really, if you could take one second to do that, I would greatly appreciate it. And I thank you in advance for that. You can email us also at the show at P-E-T-W-G-P at gmail.com. Again, that is P-E-T-W-G-P at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. Ask any questions. I will answer them on the air. So take advantage of that. And or just to say hello. You know, let me know where you're from. Uh, you know, that's what it's for. It's, uh, uh, you know, a spot and a space where you can come and communicate to the show. and We'd love to hear from you. All right. So let's dive into the Eagles and Dolphins. This is a game, as those of you who have been listening to podcasts for a while, and especially with the preseason prediction show, you may recall that I had the Eagles going undefeated until this game. I had this game as the Eagles first loss of the season. I happen to be one week off with that prediction as the Eagles, obviously, as we know, fell to the Jets last week in a game that they should never have lost, but they somehow figured out a way to do it. And turning the ball over four times is a recipe to do that. That's for sure. Um, But we now have the Dolphins and now it's a game that the Eagles, I mean, Eagles need to make up one of these games now. One of these games that, that the Eagles we have expected them not to win or certainly have a very difficult game or maybe predicted them to lose during the season. Now the Eagles have to win one of those games because of losing to the Jets. Because um, this wasn't a loss to the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. This was a loss to the Jets with Zach Wilson. So the Eagles should have won that game. Bottom line. Now they didn't. Congrats to the Jets. But bottom line is Eagles need to make one up. Do they make it up this week? For me, I, as you know, as I just said, I had the Eagles losing this game to, to the Dolphins, their first loss of the year. So, for me, this would be a makeup game. If the Eagles are to somehow come back uh, and uh, put a good performance on this Sunday. And I do think, and I mentioned this in my last podcast, that I do think that because they lost to the Jets, this is not going to be um, one of those games that they're going to either overlook the Dolphins or, you know, just a game that I thought during the schedule that they were just going to lose. Now, because they're coming off a loss. Uh, to me, I get a, f- a better feeling about this game, but the Eagles winning it. 
Will I predict them to win it? You have to stay tuned to the end of the podcast to, to hear my prediction. But we're going to take us through. We're going to no, we're going to go through my thoughts on the game. Obviously, talk about the injuries because it is a very long list for the Eagles. They are coming into the game very banged up, but also are getting some guys back. So let's talk about that real quick. So for the Eagles, rule out for the game, Reed Blankenship, and this is a game that they can ill afford to have him out of the game, but he is out of the game. So that is a crucial loss of him not playing this week against his Dolphins offense. Really is. It's a... It's going to be a big loss. Didn't practice all week. He's got a rib issue. He was just recovering from a rib issue earlier this year. And then, of course, got blindsided, blocked by Lazard last week in a cheap shot. And uh, ended up, I think, fracturing a rib again. So we don't know how long he's going to be out. The chances of him playing this week were very slim to begin with. And he has been ruled out for the game. Lane Johnson, on the other hand, is back. So the big loss last week early in the game when Lane Johnson went down and had us all covering our eyes and and obviously crossing our fingers in hopes that it wasn't anything too serious. Well, he's been practicing the last couple of days, full practice on Friday, and he is good to go for this weekend. And as we know, and as I've talked about ad nauseum in this game, in this uh, podcast, is we all know, and if you don't, it's uh, it's a huge disparity. When the Eagles do have Lane Johnson in the lineup, and when they do, don't as far as what their record is. Uh, and so the fact that he's just in there is just huge for the Eagles. So thank God that Lane Johnson is back for this game. Tough guy, too. I'm sure he's done 100%, but this guy is always going to bring it, and whenever he can play, he's going to be out there. And so uh, thankfully, he is back. Bradley Roby, the uh, newly acquired cornerback, slot corner, that uh, played his first game last week after being picked up off the Saints' uh, practice squad, he's out. He had a shoulder injury in his first game, and uh, he's already out. So, again, the Eagles are severely hurting in the slot corner position, and who knows who's going to play that role this week. I I have no idea who that's going to be. Could be Ricks. I I don't know who's going to play the the corner slot, but it's going to be interesting to see what the Eagles do there. Devontae Smith, another kind of like weird pop-up on the uh, injury list this week because we didn't think he got injured last game, but um, he ended up having a hamstring issue this week. Uh, Didn't practice at all on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, and then limited again on Friday. However, according to reports, Smith has said he is going to play. So thankfully, because again, if the Eagles have any chance of winning this game, which I see is going to be kind of a shootout game, then they're going to need Devontae Smith. I mean, that goes without saying. Jalen Carter, who they did not have also last week, their star-studded rookie defensive tackle, he was limited in practice all week long, but is projected, again, reports are saying that he is going to play on Sunday. So the Eagles are going to get their young star uh, back on the defensive line, according to reports. So um, Dallas Goddard was also on the injury list this week with a groin limited practice all week, but is expected to play also on Sunday night. Darius Slay, another big one, especially against this offense. Didn't play last week against the Jets. Our all pro safety has been limited in practice for up until Wednesday and then practice in full, both on Thursday and Friday. 
So he is good to go, thankfully, because, um, again, you need to have all your guys, as many guys as we can in our secondary, to try to stop and contain this Miami offense. So getting Slay back is huge. Milton Williams, who continues to just play amazingly well. This guy is, I don't know if I would say he's underrated. I think people do recognize his value. But it's just, um, he's just a really, really good player. He really is. He'd be starting on any other team in the league. Um, and he did start last week because we did not have Carter, so he got quite a bit of playing time and played very well, as always. This guy, whether he's a spot starter, whether he's um, you know, a depth guy, rotational guy, every time he seems to make an impact. Really, really good player. And uh, he's had an ankle issue, ankle issue, uh, ankle issue. Jeez, spit that out. Jalen Carter, by the way, that's his issue also is an ankle. Uh, Milton Williams with an ankle problem. Um, limited up until Wednesday and then full practice Thursday and Friday. So Williams is good to go. Also, Sidney Brown, here is a big one, folks. Sidney Brown, who most of us just want to see this guy on the field. Not off to a great start in his Eagles career because of injuries. Not necessarily because of his play. When he's been on the field, he's actually looked pretty good. But he's just not been on the field. I mean, we've hardly seen him. Um, he's been out. I think he's missed the last three or four games. And uh, he is been battling a hamstring issue. And he's been in full practice all week long and is good to go. So he most likely will be starting at safety because of the uh, absence of Reed Blankenship. So we're going to see a lot of Sidney Brown finally uh, on Sunday. And that'll be interesting. Uh, to watch. And obviously he's going to be tested greatly with this offense. Uh, that's uh, He's going to have to try to slow down. Eli Ricks, cornerback, has got a knee issue, but he's been in full practice all week. And Marlon Tupolotu, Tupoloto, it's worse than my last name, um, has had a tricep issue. He's been in full practice all week, so he will be back as well. Now, on to the Dolphins. Um, they're without their star running back, Ashan. Uh, he's been out, and he's out for like another three or four weeks. Um, so the Eagles don't have to worry about him and his speed. Um, Jalen Ramsey practiced for the first time this week, limited. Uh, he's been out all season with a knee, but he'll be back soon, but he would not be back for the Eagles game. Uh, so the Eagles dodge a bullet having them him to worry about. Uh, Zaylin Howard, their other uh, talented cornerback, has been battling a groin. He practice all on Wednesday, limited practice on Thursday and Friday. He's listed as questionable for the game. Um, I'm hearing he's going to play, just, just to put that out there, um, but he is listed officially as questionable. And obviously the Eagles get another break if he is to, for whatever, you know, miss that game. Um, however, I think he's going to be playing. Alec Ingold, the fullback, uh, he's got a foot issue. He hasn't practiced until Thursday this week, and then he was limited at that for Thursday and Friday, listed as questionable for the game. Fullback, not a big, you know, whether he plays or not, not a big deal. Nick Needham, the defensive back, he's got an Achilles issue. He was limited in practice up until Friday where he practiced in full, listed as officially as questionable for the game, but you got to expect it. He'll be in there. Connor Williams, the uh, their starting offensive lineman, I believe is their center. I think he's their center. Center of guard uh, has a groin issue. He didn't practice up until Thursday in limited capacity, and he is also officially listed as questionable for the game. Other injuries, but practiced in full. 
Chase Claypool, who's an eagle killer, by the way. Um, at least the only time he ever played him, he absolutely went off against the Eagles. Uh, Cater Kohu. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Kahau, Kahu. Jalen Phillips, linebacker. Kahu, by the way, is a cornerback. Outside linebacker Van Ginkle and Jeff Wilson, the running back, has been uh, taken off of the um, injured list. He's been out the entire year, but he is back and practice in full. So Jeff Wilson will be there, as well as, of course, uh, Raheem Mozart, uh, the former Eagle, very talented running back, to make up the uh, the Miami rushing game. And Wilson's a pretty good runner, too. So, you know, they can steam can run for sure. So all those guys I just listed there are uh, practice in full and are expected to obviously be in the game. All right, so that does it for injuries. I wanted to talk about the Dolphins' schedule. Uh, because I think it plays a little bit of a role here in terms of this game and how we sort of look at it. They had an, the first game of the season, they each kind of just barely got a win against the Chargers on the road, and they wanted to shoot out 36 to 34. Chargers have proven to be, I don't know, probably a disappointment so far this season, you'd have to say. But, you know, a decent team, and obviously. This this team is not a team that's tough to play on the road, other than the fact that you got to travel all the way out to uh, California. They don't have much of a home field advantage, if if that. Most of the time, they're they draw more fans from the opposing teams that they play. So they got the win there, but it was very close, thirty six to thirty four over a team that is meh, not all that great. Then they played the Patriots in uh, up there in Boston. And won 24 to 17. Eagles obviously played the Patriots. That game was far closer than it should have been. So, I mean, it's not what I'm saying here is the Eagles have not had that strong of a schedule either. But so far, through two games, you know, Dolphins haven't really played anybody. Then they played, of course, the infamous game where they put 70 points on the Dolphins and won 70 to 20 at home. The Dolphins, we know, have a, you know, I mean, the, the Broncos, we know, are awful. And, um, have been beaten by pretty much everybody. So putting up 70 points, however, on any team in the NFL is impressive. I don't care who they are. So obviously an impressive win, but against a bad team. And then they, the only team that they played with a winning record is the Buffalo Bills, and they played them on the road and got absolutely pounded 48-20. Uh, to 20. So keep that in mind and kind of highlight that as we think about, you know, this game. Then they played the Giants, and we know how bad the Giants are, and they killed the Giants 31-16. to And then they played the Carolina Panthers. They were down like 14 to nothing, I think, in this game. Um, and then came back and won easily 42-21, to and we know the, Carolina, the, Panth the Panthers are terrible. So, you know, the fact that they were even down in that game was surprising, but they came back and won that easily. So that brings us to the Eagles game. Now, keep in mind, I had them losing to the Dolphins before the season started, before I even knew that the Dolphins would have this type of ridiculous offense. Um, so, you know, it's just, there's another reason for it, and I mentioned it when I made the prediction. The Eagles never play the Dolphins well. The Dolphins are one of those teams that seems to always beat the Eagles. doesn't matter if the Eagles are great and the Dolphins stink. The Dolphins somehow always play them well and usually end up winning. So that 
sort of history of the, these two teams are playing into my, you know, prediction, uh, preseason prediction as well. When I made that, uh, you know, when I made that call between these two teams. So, but when I break this game down, it's going to be a major challenge for the Eagles. But I think what I just mentioned about the schedule for the Dolphins, they've only played really one good team and they got crushed being the Bills. I'm sure the Eagles went to town this week on what the Bills did in that game. I mean, that kind of goes without saying. You would think they probably spent a lot of time trying to figure out what the Bills did. Um, We know the Bills sacked them four times, and this is a team that does not give up that many sacks. They're number one in the entire NFL in sacks given up. And the main reason for that is not because they got a great offensive line, because they don't. The main reason for that is Tua leads the NFL in getting rid of the ball. It's like 2.2 seconds, I think, if I recall correctly. So their offense is predicated on Tua getting rid of the ball quickly. And obviously that nullifies the extent of any pass rush that they face. But the Bills were able to get them four times. So what did the Bills do in order to uh, create those opportunities? That's what I'm hoping the Eagles went to work on this week. Um, We know that they got to the quarterback, so pressure was one of the reasons. And the Eagles are going to have to get to Tua. Problem is, and it's not as big of a problem as if they didn't have Slade playing this week. Uh, Thankfully, he's back because, you know, obviously you need him against a team like this. So both starting corners are here for the Eagles, which is great. Although Slade could be potentially playing a little injured with his knee. So you got to keep that in mind. The other thing is our starting safety and our best safety, Reed Blankenship, is missing this game. And our other safety we know in Edmonds is not good. So, and then we got a Sidney Brown, who we all have high hopes for, and is most likely going to get his first start in his NFL career. He is raw. I mean, he's he's only played very, very limited because he's been injured, number one. And then when he has been healthy, he's only been in, in certain um formations he hasn't like been out there the entire game when he has played it's just been spot um you know spot downs that he's been in there so he has not played much at all we all love his ability and we're all anxious to see him play but let's not pretend that he's going to go out there and, and you know be this great you know starter having sydney jones back i mean sydney uh, brown back um i can't wait to watch him play uh and but you got to expect him to make mistakes out there and you can't expect him, especially against this offense that loves to do crossing routes, loves to throw the ball, obviously runs the ball well. Not not really worried about him and run support, um, but uh, they're going to try to confuse the heck out of him and both safeties for that matter, uh, because they're both more. Again, Edmonds is not all that been all that impressive, and Brown's a rookie, so they're going to pick on those guys for sure. I would expect a lot of crossing routes, especially since the Eagles don't even have. We don't even know who's starting at the slot corner position, so. Whoever's in that slot, and it could be Waddle that they put in there. We know Hill could play the slot or the outside and be just as dangerous. So they could even put Hill in the slot. And who the hell's going to cover him? So that's the thing. There's there's so many big matchup um, issues with this Eagles secondary versus this high flying, uh, high octane offense to the Dolphins that there's gonna they're gonna score a lot of points. I mean, I, I don't see this Eagles defense unless. Their D-line is able to get to Tua because he does throw picks. If he can get to him, if he can put some pressure on him, he'll make mistakes. 
And the Eagles certainly have a line that can do that. But if, you know, Hill and Waddle and these guys are all beating their guys quickly off the line, Tua's going to get rid of the ball quickly, and that pass rush will be nullified. So, you know, are we going to see more press coverage to try to prevent that and give the team uh, an opportunity? I don't see the Eagles doing that. That's just not their style. It has been their style for many years. They always play off. And they usually play off against offenses that don't have anywhere near the speed and the weapons that the Dolphins have. So I do not see them doing that. I don't see them taking chances of doing that. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe they maybe they will. Uh, I don't know. I think it's really gutsy to do it against this team. If there's one team you want to play off of a little bit, it's probably this Dolphins team because they can certainly beat you deep, and they've proven to do that with the weapons that they have. Waddle can beat you deep. Hill can obviously beat you deep. I've said for many years on his pad- podcast as well that he's the most dangerous weapon in the NFL, and he is. He remains that. He is the league's most dangerous weapon he just is and has been so you know you got to pay attention and double him up but you double him up and then waddle single up on someone else now the eagles probably could do that versus um better than most teams because you could put bradbury on waddle um and hopefully he'd be able to you know at least contain him from from making a big play so i don't know it's going to be very interesting how the Eagles are going to slow this Dolphins team up. But the best way to do it is to get some kind of pass rush and somehow get Tua to make that 2.2 average, you know, before he throws the ball from snap the throw to, you know, closer to three seconds and give the uh, Eagles line a little better chance to get in, get in his face. Um, the other kind of side story to this meeting is Jalen Hurts versus Tua. We all know the history from college when uh, Jalen Hurts in the National Championship game was benched in favor of Tua, who went on and ended up winning the championship. And then um, the following year, Tua was the starter, and Bench, uh, Hurts was on uh, the bench uh, the entire season. And then ultimately he transferred to Oklahoma where he started and uh, won the Heisman. So uh, interesting. Interesting how these two are now facing each other in the pros for the first time and their uh, unique relationship. And, uh, yeah, so how are the Eagles going to win this game? Well, I kind of alluded to it a little bit there, talking about uh, what they have to do on defense. Offensively, they're going to have to score in the red zone, which has been a struggle this year, as we know. But they cannot struggle in the red zone this game if they expect to beat the Dolphins. So those type of struggles, the Eagles need to turn from three points into seven points. That's the only way they're going to win this game. Because the Dolphins are going to be scoring touchdowns when they score. That's just that's who they are. That's We know that's who they are, and that's what they do. Uh, the Eagles, they can certainly score with any team in the league, but they have to capitalize in the red zone. And that's an area where they have struggled mightily thus far this season. So if they're able to right those wrongs there and the Dolphins don't have that good of a defense, it's okay. You know, they got Bradley Chubb, who's a pretty good um, pass rusher, but the Eagles have a good line. They should be able to nullify him. Otherwise, you know, nah, it's, you know, it's just kind of an okay defense. They don't really have that like, scaring anybody really defensively. Um, so the Eagles should be able to move the ball, but we know they can move the ball. They can move the ball on anybody. 
They need to score. The Eagles need to put seven when they get these opportunities. They're going to be at home. The crowd's going to be into it. The Kelly Greens will be out. We talked about the Kelly Greens and all the hype about the Kelly Greens. Everyone's so excited about the Kelly Greens. And let me just say this. When I talked earlier this season about the Kelly Green mania, about people rushing out to buy them, has nothing to do with the Eagles wearing them or not. I was just kind of not making fun, but I was just, I was just kind of downplaying the hype because those Kelly Green jerseys have been available for years, years. Now I know this is a new line of Kelly Green and all that, you know, because you can get the new player names on them and all that stuff, but you can get Kelly Green jerseys forever for the Eagles through Mitchell and Ness, and, and you know you can get all those old school Eagle Green uh, jerseys. So I know the new, the new hype was around. Well, you can get you know Jalen Hurts and. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and the Kelly Greens. Okay, I get it, but I just didn't understand the mad, the madness that went on. Uh, and I still don't. I think it was just totally overhyped, but that's all right. That's okay. If you needed, you know, wanted to go out and get your Kelly Green, you know, A.J. Brown jersey, fine. Yeah, no problem with that. Um, but what I want to say is I don't want to say at all that I'm not uh, – it's not going to be awesome to see the Eagles and Kelly Greens, uh, you know, against the Dolphins here in Sunday night. It's going to be great to see – those Kelly Green jerseys. That's when I grew up uh, watching Eagles. That's the jersey that they wore. So that's that's in my blood, those Kelly Greens. Like everybody else. I just didn't understand what the hype was to go out and rush and get a jersey when you can go out. You could have bought them for years. You know. Um, like I got a Reggie White Kelly Green jersey. Uh, you know, that I've had for probably 20 years. Maybe longer. Um. So the Kelly Greens will be out, and that should pump up the you know the crowd a little bit too. Of course, um, it's Sunday night football at the link. Those are tough conditions to play in, and the Dolphins coming into this game probably looking to want to prove something that they could beat a good team because they've been hearing it probably just as I mentioned earlier in this podcast how the Eagle how the Dolphins have had this really impressive record and they've had this impressive great offense. They haven't beaten anybody. The only team that they played crushed them. So they're probably going to come in with a little bit of edge, edginess as well, trying to prove themselves in this game. So it should make for a good game. I mean, I think all NFL fans will be tuning into this one. This is going to be an intriguing matchup, uh, to say the least. And I feel that the Eagles need to win this one now. I mean, I think they need to right the ship from last week. You know? Otherwise, they got two straight losses going into, I think they play uh, the Commanders next, if I'm right. Not sure if I'm right about that. Um, let me check real quick. I think the Eagles play the Commanders next. Give me one second here. We're going to do this live. Yes, the uh, yes they play the Commanders Week Eight in Washington, and that will be an Eagles home game more likely. And then they get the Cowboys, then the bye. So, you know, I think this is going to be a pretty uh, pretty intense game to watch. It should be a lot of scoring. Should be some big plays on both sides, and it might come down to whoever's the ball last. Honestly, it really it really could very well come down to that. Whoever has the ball last will win this game. Wouldn't surprise me. And, you know, just got to hope that Jalen doesn't throw a pick. They had the ball last last week, and he threw an interception. So that's the other thing. 
about this game. Hertz needs to recover from probably his worst game of the year. And I say probably because he clearly, you know, was part of the loss. I mean, uh, people that are trying to say that, you know, this loss wasn't Hertz's fault. It absolutely was Hertz's fault. Absolutely. You cannot throw that pass that he did late in the game. There, I talked about in the last podcast the two plays that good quarterbacks do not make. One was the interception when they had a lead and all they needed to do was punt and with just over two minutes left. And, uh, you know, Zach Wilson would have had to go the distance to win the game. I would definitely, you know, played much more cautious than that and not try to force the ball in like like uh, Hertz did and get picked. Just a horrible Horrible, as bad a pass as any quarterback would make. But if you're Jalen Hurts and you're supposed to be one of these elite quarterbacks, you cannot make that pass. Again, I'm not going to hear Barry Hurts, but I'm also not going to let him off, you know, let him off for that horrendous decision either. And the other play was, you know, uh, the fourth down and eight when they only needed eight yards and he launched it 40 yards down the field in a double-covered Devontae Smith that you know, the end of the game. Another stupid decision. So Hertz needs to get his act together and come out and play a turnover-free, uh, smart, and executed football game here on Sunday night. And I expect him to do that because that's Jalen Hurts. That's the Jalen Hurts that we know. So I fully expect him to play a much better game. That's what we love about Hertz because he typically learns from his mistakes and gets better. So um, I do think he will uh, he will be better. But the Eagles cannot afford to turn the ball over against this team. Yeah, they got away with it. Somehow was still in that game and probably should still won the game. Turning the ball over four times. Or at least the three times. The fourth one was kind of a killer, but the, the, the three times. And usually if you turn the ball over, if you're down 3 nothing in a turnover battle, you're usually getting your ass kicked in the game. And that would happen against the Dolphins. You cannot turn the ball over against the Dolphins. In fact, if the Eagles win this game, they're probably going to have to create a turnover or two to win this game. Because time of possession is going to be key. I think the Eagles, the keys to the game are time of possession and creating turnovers. That's what I'm going to go with. That's how they can win this game. And obviously red zone efficiency, getting touchdowns, not field goals. They do that. They do those three things. The Eagles win. So, time on possession, run the ball, long drives, score touchdowns. Keep that off offense of the Dolphins off the field. Execute in the red zone, seven points instead of three points, and create one or two turnovers in this game. They do those three things, Eagles win. If they're kicking field goals, in the red zone instead of seven. If they're not sustaining drives, going three and out, or, you know, maybe one first down and then out punting, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. And if it gets ugly early in this game, you know, the fans can, uh, can get a little riled up there on a Sunday night. And, uh, you know, if the Dolphins jump out to a 14 or 17, a 17 point lead or something like that early, it could be a rough game. It could really be a rough game. I don't know if I see the Eagles coming back from that. I don't know. Because not only would they have to score to make up those difference, they'd have to stop the Dolphins from scoring, which if they're down 17 points, they obviously haven't been able to do yet. 
So that's kind of how I kind of foresee the game. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that is what cannot happen because I don't see the Eagles coming back from any large deficit like that. I just don't. So I think it's key to get the Eagles on top early. I think it's uh, key to create a turnover or two to sustain long drives and get seven instead of three in the red zone. You can't kick field goals and expect to win against the Dolphins, not against this offense. And, you know, how is the secondary going to match up? Right now on paper, it doesn't match up at all. Well, thankfully, Slay is back, like I said. That's going to help greatly. Uh, the absence of Blankenship is going to hurt greatly. It's good to have Brown back. We're all excited to see him. Sydney, but what can you really expect from this guy who was barely played this year and he's a rookie, but at least he's going to be out there because he does have ability as we know. And, uh, and they're so thin at safety, you know, they'll take anybody to play at this point. Um, so the fact that you can get their, you know, third round pick safety in there, a guy with a lot of upside, it's going to be fun to see. And it's going to be a great experience for him. Um, great experience, hopefully in the fact that the Eagles win, and he doesn't get absolutely smoked out there. So that's what I mean by great experience. But it's also going to be just experience in getting some game experience that he needs against a really good offense. So what does all this mean? Well, it's prediction time. Do I remain with my prediction that the Eagles will lose this game? That I said in the uh, preseason podcast when we made our schedule prediction for the Eagles. Do I still have the Eagles losing this game? That's the question. As you know, I'm not a homer on this podcast. You're going to get my true, honest feelings, um, whether it's I feel the Eagles going to win or I feel the Eagles going to lose. I don't predict them to lose that often. Um. Now again, preseason prediction, I picked the Eagles to lose to the Dolphins. You know, I had them undefeated going into this game, and this would be their first loss. And I still have that feeling. I still feel the Eagles are going to lose this game. It's a little tighter. It's a little bit more uncertain, I should say. And I guess it's never certain. I would never say I would certainly say they were going to lose to the Dolphins anyway. And even in that prediction in the preseason, I wasn't certain of it. I just thought that because they – don't have a good history of playing the Dolphins. And they were kind of due for an upset based on my predictions, have been undefeated going into this game at the time, um, not having them lose to the Jets, that this would be their first sort of, you know, hiccup loss. And, again, I, I made that prediction not knowing how great this Dolphins offense would look. Um, and it's been unbelievable. But, again, it's also been against so-so teams or bad teams. So you got to fact it in. And so the bottom line is this. I still think the Eagles are going to lose this game. And this is one of those predictions where I obviously hope I'm wrong. I never root for the Eagles to lose. When I when I say they're going to lose, trust me, I'm not. Why would I root for them to lose? I mean, come on. But um, I think the Eagles just, their secondary, the safeties, I think are going to be picked on way too much against guys like Waddle and Hill that can absolutely destroy good safeties, let alone safeties that we'll have playing in this game. Edmonds, who has not shown anything at the safety position and would not be starting if the Eagles had more depth here. Let's just be real about that. And Sidney Brown, who we all know and love, 
who's barely played in his NFL career at all and is coming off a major injury himself where he hasn't played in a few weeks. And to ask him to, you know, be able to, you know, cover these guys, um, I think is asking for a lot, a whole lot. Thankfully, Slay's back. If they didn't have Slay in this game, and it was really only Bradbury as, you know, a guy with any experience back in there in our entire secondary, this game, to me, would be more certain that the Dolphins would win. But getting Slay back, I think, is huge, but we don't know if he's 100% either. Getting Brown in there is going to be great to watch him finally. He's going to start. He's going to play a lot. So, but what can you expect? Can you really expect him to to make plays out there, being a rookie and not having, um, you know, very, very, very limited NFL success so far or NFL experience? He's only played spotty in, a, in the couple of games that he was available. And he's been out the rest of the games. So I have to factor that in. Um, the Dolphins also have a good rushing attack to offset or balance the uh, the passing attack too. So you have to pay attention to Moser because he can hurt you. Now I'm not really – Eagles are very good against the run, so I'm not saying I'm really concerned about the Dolphins running game. I think they can basically shut up, shut down any running game. But um, but if, if the – Dolphins are passing the ball so well that they have to start putting more guys back or playing more pass protective defensive calls. Then it might make the Eagles more susceptible for the run. And that's possible. You know, I mean, if the Eagles are just unable to stop this, you know, these wide receivers, they may have to do something like that. And then what does that mean? Will they be able to be as, as good against the run? I don't know. It's just potentially could happen. So I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. I think you're looking at a score in the 30s. I think you're looking at a 38 to 35 game, something like that, 38, 35, 37, 31, something like that, 37, 33, 38, 33, 38, 35, could a team even hit 40? Yeah, I think that's possible. So mid to upper 30s for both teams. And I, um, I'm going to stick to my to the Dolphins. I'm going to stick to my original pick. Um, I hate doing it, and I hope I'm wrong. But I'm going to have the Dolphins winning 36-33. Uh, so high scoring affair and it should be a fun game to watch. I, um, laid out how the Eagles go in this game and it's a very winnable game. I mean, I'm not saying because I'm predicting the dolphins. I just, I, 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 main reason why I'm doing this is again, the history between these two teams, the Eagles never seem to play the dolphins. Well, um, the Eagles coming off a bad game where Hertz was bad and the offense still is struggling in the red zone. So that's another key as to why I'm picking against them. And the secondary being as banged up as it is, just I think this is the wrong team at the wrong time to be uh, to be so shorthanded in the secondary. So that's the reasons why I do predict the Dolphins to beat our Eagles uh, on Sunday night. And, uh, you know, I'll hope that I am completely wrong 
about this prediction because, again, the Eagles need a makeup game because they blew it against the Jets. They need to make up and get a win on one of these games where I had them predicted to lose. So uh, hopefully that right is wrong already this coming Saturday night. Sunday night. All right, with that said, thank you again for tuning in to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. Enjoy the game. It should be a fun one to watch either way. Uh, let's hope the Eagles fall out. Let's hope we get to, what are they, 6-1 heading into the Commanders game. That'll be a nice spot to be in and against a very winnable game the following week. A lot of work to do. Let's hope they stay healthy, knock on wood. Fly, Eagles fly. Go Birds. And we'll catch you all in the post game on Sunday night. Take care.